Shalom, and welcome to this Northern Fire podcast. The title of this message is Life, Give It Away. We see our Savior, Yeshua, as he walked the earth, as we read about him in the Gospels, full of life and giving that life away. And then in John 7, 38, Yeshua said this, If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture says, out of his belly will flow rivers of living water. Let me read to you from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 1, beginning with verse 35. Now in the morning, having risen a long while before daylight, Yeshua went out and departed to a solitary place, and there he prayed. Just before this, we see that Yeshua had been up most of the night, healing people, casting out demons, ministering to those who were coming to him. Because the previous day was the Sabbath, they did not come until evening. And so he began at sundown, and they brought many to him who were sick and were demon-possessed, and he healed them all. So with very little sleep, we hear here in John or Mark 1.35, Yeshua rose early in the morning and he went out to a deserted place to pray. And this shows us where the source of his life was. The source of the life that flowed into and out of Yeshua was his Father, was the Spirit that came from his Father. Here's verse 36. And Simon and those who were with him searched for him. When they found him, they said to him, Everyone is looking for you. But he said to them, Let us go into the next towns, that I may preach there also, because for this purpose I have come forth. And he was preaching in their synagogues throughout all Galilee and casting out demons. It wasn't just healing where the life flowed out of Yeshua. It was also when he was preaching. In John 6, 63, Yeshua said, The Spirit gives life, the flesh profits nothing. The words I speak to you are spirit, and they are life. So we see Yeshua giving away life. We see him getting alone with the Father to replenish himself. We see him going around preaching and imparting life, giving away life. Verse 40, Now a leopard now a leper, not a leopard, a leper came to him, imploring him, kneeling down to him and saying to him, If you are willing, you can make me clean. Then Yeshua moved with compassion, stretched out his hand, and touched him and said to him, I am willing, be cleansed. As soon as he had spoken, immediately the leprosy left him, and he was cleansed. Here is our Messiah. Here is the Son of the living God. Here is the Son of Righteousness rising on the earth with healing in his wings, manifesting the glory of God. About Yeshua, it says in John 1.3, In him was life, and that life was the light of men. So the life that was in him was light. It brought revelation. It, it brought victory. It brought, brought freedom to those who heard his preaching and came to faith in him. And in John 6, it says, I am the bread of life. 
Whoever comes to me will never hunger. Whoever believes in me will never thirst. So the life that was in him brought light and revelation. It also brought spiritual food. And then in John 14, 6, Yeshua said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. Here's another case where the life that was coming and flowing out of Yeshua brought reconciliation. Reconciliation with the Heavenly Father and reconciliation with person to person on planet Earth. Now, we're told in the Word that the same life that was in Yeshua can be in us. He said in Acts 1.8, You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses. And he's saying there, the same Spirit that was in him can be in us. The same life that was in him can be in us. So we can bring light and revelation to others. We can bring restoration to others. We can bring spiritual food to others. And we can bring healing to others. I'm going to encourage you to read Romans chapter 8. In Romans chapter 8, the Apostle Paul writes about the spirit of life. He said, The law of the spirit of life in Yeshua Messiah has set us free from the law of sin and death. And then later he says, If the same spirit which raised Messiah from the dead dwells in you, then he who raised Messiah from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through the spirit he's given you. This spirit that comes from Yeshua to us brings us life. And then when this life flows out of us, it brings life to others. Now something important I want you to understand. This was given to me by revelation. When life is flowing through me, more goes out than comes in. Life is multiplied when it flows through us to others. Let me repeat that. When life is flowing through you or me, more goes out than comes in. Life is multiplied when it flows through us to others. Let me give you an example. I'm involved in a ministry named Kerex, K-E-R-Y-X. It's a Greek word which means herald or town crier, someone who preaches good news. And this ministry we put on, we've established, and we what I we put on weekends, the four-day weekends. It's a spiritual retreat, it's a spiritual workshop, it's it's a place where people can get away from their normal lives and seek Yeshua and receive life. It's where we give and receive life. Recently, on one of these weekends, a man came directly to the weekend from jail. Now, the circumstances aren't important in all the details, but one of our Carex brothers uh, knew this man who was in jail and was helping him. And that man was getting out of jail on a Thursday, the same Thursday we were beginning a Carex weekend in another town. So the Carex brother picked up the man from jail, brought him in directly to the Carex weekend. It was in a church. And this man had a tether on his leg. He was not being released 
after having served his time, he was being released uh, on bail or bond and would need to go back to court to face the charges that were against him. Now, we share Messiah on these weekends. We preach the word and the truth of the word. We share our testimonies. We give talks with table discussions. We sing together. Uh, we spend time in chapel praying together. And many, many different testimonies are shared of the power of Yeshua in the life of a human being. And this young man who had gotten out of jail was part of this weekend and and he was being prayed for. He was praying. He was repenting. He was hearing the truth. Like I'm saying, life was flowing out of the volunteers, part of the Carrick's ministry, to these other men. Now, on the last day of these retreats, on Sunday afternoon, uh, the men who take part in the weekend, we call them candidates, they have a chance to step up to an open microphone and just share their impression of the weekend, what they found there, what they learned, what they were taking away with them. And this young man that had gotten out of jail, this was his testimony on the last day. He said, on Thursday, when I was still in jail, my plan was to get out of jail on Thursday and kill myself. He said, I'm, I've always considered myself a Christian, but things had gotten so dark in my life. And, you know, the charges that were against me seemed so overwhelming that my only thought those last days in jail were just to take my own life and put an end to everything. He said, I'm not going to do that now. I have found Jesus here. I've found my Savior. I've found forgiveness. I've found new life. And I'm not going to kill myself. I'm going to go back and face the charges that are against me, and I will do the right thing, and I will live the rest of my life for Jesus, is what he said. Now that's an awesome reconciliation story. A man's life was saved. But I want you to think for a moment about every human life and the impact it has on other human lives. It's not just one man that was impacted that day. Now, he's not married yet, but there's potential for him to have a wife and children. If he does end up in prison, he has a testimony to share with other inmates. He has a life within him. What I'm saying here is through this ministry named Carex, or through any ministry, whether it be a local church or a parachurch ministry or a missionary in a different country, every life that we impact every life that is restored to the living God, every life that is redeemed from hell and redeemed to Yeshua, every life that is filled with the Holy Spirit impacts many, many other lives. So in that one regard, this life that we give away is multiplied when we give it away. Here's another example. Uh, over 10 years ago now, I was on a prayer walking assignment in Cloverdale, Alabama. Uh, Father sent me down there for six days to walk and pray. And one of those days, I was in a restaurant, 
And it was, you know, it was maybe 2 or 2.30. So the west restaurant was empty. <laughs> That's a downtown for rest, downtime for restaurants. I was there eating my lunch. I was the only one in the restaurant. And this older couple came in. I would say they were in their 70s. And it was, it was kind of cute because they, they came in, they ordered one meal with two plates. And when the meal came, uh, the woman cut the hamburger in half and gave her husband half the hamburger, half the French fries, and I think they had a salad. They split the salad. And, you know, they were there eating their lunch. And before long, the the woman struck up a conversation. Uh, she turned towards me and she said, uh, I don't recognize you. Uh, you're not from around here, something like that. So we began to talk, and I was telling them that, I love Jesus, and I was in their town walking and praying for God and on assignment for I was just sharing with them uh, why I was in Cloverdale. And the woman said, you know, my husband doesn't hear very well, uh, but I'd like you to invite you to our house. You know, if you're walking past our house, why don't you stop in? So I asked directions to their house, and the next day I made a point to walk past there and, and stop in. Uh, to see them. Well, that, that lady had me in the house for lemonade and cookies, and we sat in their living room, and I, I think I told them a couple more testimonies of things Yeshua had done in my life. And we talked about the Lord, and we talked about their lives and, and their, their beautiful home and, and their garden and things like that. And I don't remember their names. They, I knew their names, but you know, after a decade, their names are gone from me. Uh, but after visiting with them for a while, uh, the man uh, said, Hey, I'd like, I'd like to show you my garden. Why don't you come outside and I'll show you my garden? And the woman said something along the lines. He's very proud of his garden. So now I'm just alone with the man, and he's showing me around his garden. Beautiful garden, big garden, uh, lots of produce, and... We walked around for a while, and he showed me his garden. And then he stopped, and he, he looked at me. And I, I, I discovered that he was hearing better than his wife was saying. Uh, I, I believe he heard everything I had to say. He said, I needed you. I needed you to come into my life. I have, I have lost my will to live. He said, I'm getting older. I don't hear so well. I don't see so well. Things hurt. He said, I, didn't want, I did not want to do this garden this year. I, for decades, I've planted this garden. It's the pride and joy of my wife and I. We can. We give things away. We give fresh produce away. We give canned, good, canned produce away. But I had lost my will to live, and I didn't want to do this garden. And, and I almost didn't do this garden this year. But you've come here, and just listening to you and your faith, I've got my will to live back again. I needed you. Here's another example of just being who we are. I'm someone who walks and prays on assignment for Jehovah. And I talk about my experiences. I talk about my faith. I talk about Yeshua. I talk about the Word. And simple conversation brought life 
to this man. I'll never forget what he said. I had lost my will to live, and then you came along, and I've got my will to live back. And once again, uh, I had a, had a maybe an hour-long encounter with this man, and they have children and grandchildren and probably great-grandchildren, and he now has the opportunity to impart life into every one of them, and it will go like a, it's like a stone thrown thrown in a water, and the ripples go out from there. When we give life away, it's multiplied, and we will probably not know the full multiplication until we get to heaven, and we see all the lives we've impacted through our simple life and our simple faith. I want you to think for a moment about the incident in the Gospels where Yeshua multiplied the loaves and the fish. It is interesting that this occurrence is recorded in all four Gospels. That's unusual for all four Gospels to record a miracle. In the account in the Gospel of Mark, we hear Yeshua say two things. Uh, Yeshua has been on this mountain teaching a crowd of people. The Bible tells us that there were 5,000 men plus women and children. You know, this, this was surely upwards of 10,000 people. Yeshua had been teaching them all day. It's getting dark, and it was time for them to go home. Now, the disciples wanted Yeshua to send them away so they could go buy food in the nearby towns. And Yeshua knew what was going to happen and did not want to send them away without eating. And in the Gospel of Mark, it's recorded that Yeshua first said, you give them something to eat. He told his apostles to give them something to eat. And they began to wonder amongst themselves, you know, what a you know, year's wages, we couldn't give a little bit to everybody. And they began to talk amongst themselves and then Yeshua said to them, what do you have? What do you have? And it turned out they had five loaves and two fish. They brought it to Yeshua, and he gave it away. He gave it to them, and they gave it to the people. And what they were giving away was multiplied as they were giving it. So I want you to hear prophetically the words of Yeshua there in the Gospel of Mark. You give them something to eat. You, listening to me today, you give life to people you encounter. Your family, your friends, strangers, people you work with, people that come to you. You give them life. You've got life in you. Give it to them. And maybe you start thinking, well, I really can't do that, or what do I have, or different things that you might doubt or things like that. And then Yeshua would say to you, what do you have? I mean, you can't give away what you don't have. But certainly you have something from Father God. Certainly you have something in the Holy Spirit. Certainly you have some form of life. Now, the life you give away doesn't need to be the same that I give away. Uh, you don't need to prayer walk Cloverdale, Alabama or some other city. You have a normal, everyday life. You have life residing in you. You have a spirit that's in you. Receive power. Receive truth. Receive 
gifts, receive fruit from that spirit and give it away. Offer it to Yeshua and give it away. And I can guarantee you, when life is flowing through you, more goes out than comes in. And you will have testimonies of lives you've impacted. I want to tell you about a man named Tom North. Uh, Tom North, I use his name because he has gone from this world to the next world. He's in the bosom of the Father, in the presence of Yeshua. Several years ago, our ministry, Carex, we did a weekend inside of one of the prisons in Michigan. And Tom was on that weekend as what we call a candidate. Uh, those of us who are part of Carex, we're called the volunteers, and we go in as volunteers to the prisons. And usually there's between 40 and 50 of us volunteers and between 40 and 50 uh, inmates who are called candidates. And Tom struggled as we preached the gospel, as we shared our testimonies, as we sang. Uh, he saw the joy that was in us and the joy that we were bringing to other inmates. But Tom struggled Thursday and Friday and Saturday because he was not experiencing this joy. There was something blocking the reception of this life that we had brought into the prisons. He could not receive this love, and, and it stuck out to him that we were so joyful, but he didn't have that joy. And you can imagine, you can imagine that as a man that's been in prison for over 20 years, a place that's dark and violent, and, and there's not much good there. You, you could be depressed. You could have a very difficult time experiencing joy, and Tom was. But now joy was all around him. Joy had invented, invaded his world, and he wanted it. And so on Sunday afternoon, again at the open microphone, Tom shared his testimony. He said, Thursday night, I prayed at my bunk. Friday night, I went out from the program and prayed at my bunk for joy. Saturday night, I prayed again. And Thursday night and Friday night, what I was praying was, Father, give me some of their joy. Heavenly Father, I want the joy that they have. Give me some of their joy. He said, Saturday night after the program, when I was alone on my bunk, I prayed that again. Father, I, the joy of these men is so real. Give me their joy. Give me some of that joy. And our Heavenly Father, Jehovah, spoke to Tom North there on his bunk. And he said, Tom, I'm not going to give you some of their joy. I'm going to give you your own joy. And when, when he came back on Sunday morning, he was, a, he was a totally different person. He had his hands in the air. His face was alive and bright. It was shining. He was laughing, and he was sharing his testimony. This man received the joy of the Lord. This man received life from the living God. And he just had to tell everybody about it. He got his own joy. He didn't need another man's joy. He got his own joy. Now, the awesome part of this is with the Carex ministry, we do a weekend twice a year in the prison and every week. There's one evening a week where the Carex men in prison can gather together. And after that weekend, Tom North became a leader in that Carex weekly grouping.
I happened to be going in every Thursday night uh, for several months after his weekend, and he he was leading the singing. He was preaching from time to time. He was mentoring those other men. He was sharing his testimony. Tom North came alive with the life of the Spirit of Yeshua, and he was giving that life away. And we won't know until eternity how many lives Tom changed, restored to the Father, how many lives were impacted by his testimony and the life flowing out of him. It's like the loaves and the fishes. When we give this life away, what we have when we give it away, when we give it to Yeshua and then give it away, it is multiplied. This man, Tom North, when he came to the Carex weekend, was walking, talking anxiety. When he left, he was walking, talking the joy of Yeshua. I want you to think about this. You are full of life. And you are ministering life to other people. You don't have to be a pastor or a teacher or an evangelist. Do this in your family, in your daily life. Life is in you. Let it out. Give it away. Maybe it's a word. Maybe it's laying your hands on somebody. Maybe it's a breath. When Yeshua rose from the dead, when he entered the room where the disciples were, it said Yeshua breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. Maybe it's a prayer. Maybe it's an action. Maybe it's one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Pray about this. Look at the life of Yeshua. Receive his life and give it away. It's what you're called to do. It's what you're destined to do. Yeshua said this about you. You are the light of the world. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father who is in heaven. Yeshua said this in John 8, 31. If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed. You will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. If you're abiding in the words of Yeshua, if you're following his voice as your good shepherd, if you've received the Holy Spirit, then you are light. You are his disciples. You have life. Give it away. Shalom.